Hello there and welcome to another episode of Growing Pain. I'm Jace. And I'm Jen. And today's episode is all about sleepy time. Yep. Uh, you will or notice, lack thereof. Lack thereof, absolutely. Uh, for those watching via YouTube, we are testing out the brand new baby cam. Also, hello. We will try and maintain eye contact with our audience. It's a little bit difficult. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've got our baby cam going. So Jade isn't strapped to myself or to Jen today by yeah. the Ogo uh, the baby carrier. She's actually sitting in her stroller. Yeah. Um, we don't know how much time we have with her in her stroller, so we'll see how long the baby cam works for. Yeah. Um, but uh, she's a little bit unwell at the moment, actually. She's she's caught a bit of a a bit of a flu. You've been yeah. pretty unwell. Yeah, I've been a bit run down, so my voice is a little bit raspy. And if I start coughing, um, please excuse me. Um, yeah, I just I've been so tired, haven't had much sleep, and we're sort of in between. Uh, season, so it's cold and um, yeah, just been getting sick. So yeah, absolutely. It's also your birthday. It is my birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you. What did you get? Did you get anything good? Uh, what did I get? I got um, a night off because of Jason. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does a night off entail? A night off means that um, I got to go and have a sleep at my parents' place while Jason took care of Jade. Um, at our home and um, yeah you you can tell uh, the audience how you went but um, I had a good night's rest I woke up just once to pump um, but otherwise I got a really good night's sleep we we probably should get a little bit into what the routine is or or lack thereof Mm. uh, with Jade Um, but a a night without you Mm. uh, is a very difficult night she's aware that you're gone Mm mm-hmm um, and it's not just because, you know, you're the milk supply. Um, yeah. There's more to it than that. It's the, the mummy-daughter connection. Um, my mother came over and stayed the night, which mm-hmm. was lovely. But my mum can only do so much. Mm. And on top of that, Jade knows who she is, yeah. but she's also very attached to mummy and daddy more so than anybody else. Yeah. And so any time that I handed her off to do something very basic, like going to the bathroom or getting a drink of water, she had a complete meltdown. Yeah. Uh, my mum doesn't do so well with the continuous crying mm. um in saying that she's gotten a lot better it, it you know as she says it breaks her heart to see yeah, her cry of course. Your, your grandmother feels feels very much the same way yeah um but a, a night a night off basically um is well you you get to do what you want to do a which night was- off basically <laughs> just means that i get to have some basic um, you know, basic things done, such as actually go to the bathroom whenever I want to, have a shower, that takes more than two minutes. Have dinner. Have dinner that's warm um, or hot. Um, talk to people in any meaningful way <laughs> um, and have sleep that's more than one and a half hours, which is literally what I've been getting for the last couple of weeks. And as a result, I've become very run down. Um, and unfortunately, because I'm attached to Jade all the time, she's also caught a bit of that and, um, and I feel for her, but there's not much we can do about that. And, you know, it might be good for her to sort of build her immune system. Um, and obviously through breastfeeding, she can also build her immune system. Um, and the breast milk when mummy's sick is apparently really, really good for some reason, the body knows to, to sort of have those antibodies. I mean, the body is a miracle. It's a work of miracle, but, um, anyway, the topic that we wanted to discuss today is sleep. Um, it's a really, really big one and it's the thing that's sort of um, making us 
completely exhausted because um, as I've been telling everybody, our baby has zero chill. <laughs> Since the day she's been born, she has been sort of, um, she's like a little pocket rocket, just goes off. She cries more than, she, she's crying more than she's um, not crying when she's awake. Um, and she's just been generally quite fussy. Um, and we've been, oh, poor thing. We've been, um, you know, from the beginning, we didn't know what was going on and through Googling, which is not what you're meant to do. And, you know, asking YouTube, what is wrong with our baby? We've gone through the gamut in terms of what we think she has, you know, does she have colic? Does she have reflux? (laughs) She's got a cold at the moment. Um, and all of those things, does she have, um, constipation, whatever it might be, we've gone through it all. Um, we think she's had one or all of the above at one point or another. Um, and yeah, her sleep has just been one of those things that we just can't get quite right. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll break it down. My experience last night is very similar to what Jen's experience would be every other night. Yeah. Um, Jen has always been the one that um, gets up in the middle of the night for those first couple of hours to be able to attend to it. And I think the, what I hear back from other parents, especially around this period of time is, you know, you know, it's a sleep regression. It'll get easier. But I mean, she's always, she's always been this way. Mm. So the way that we're, that we're going to describe her now (laughs) is the way that she's always been those sneezes. Very cute. Um, so basically what happens is she, first of all, she's not going to bed at any reasonable time. That's got nothing to do with us. It's just because she's alert and awake all the time. This kid is always alert, always awake. She shows signs of sleepiness. Mm. And what you're supposed to do is that when you see a little bit of a yawn, you're meant to sort of get them down, sleepy, but awake, pop them in the crib, let them sleep. Uh, but she just won't have a bar of that. Um, so, I mean, we're truthfully not getting her down properly until about 10 PM and that's with hours and hours of work. Mm. Um, and by work it is, you know, uh, making sure that she has a bath. Um, and that's a relatively new thing that we started to do. We've set bath time as something that is part, uh, of, the is part of the bedtime routine, as opposed to bathing her, uh, basically when she does a poo, usually yeah. we, we have been very meticulous in making sure that she's bathed. Yeah. Um, a lot because we're concerned about things like like nappy rash mm. um, and it's not something that you have to do as a parent it's just worked really really well for us but we want to associate bath time with bedtime right <clears throat> so we try and get her down um, there's lots of sort of bopping and rocking and moving you can't just sit her in uh, a chair or in this case in her stroller like she's sitting right now mm. uh, to get her to fall asleep yeah uh, and truth be told it's a lot easier for when say I come back from work for me to pop her into the, the carrier, carrier. Yep. and I've got that down to an art form now. It consists of putting her in the carrier, lots of heavy butt pats. Yep. She loves the butt pats, <clears throat> holding the back of her head sort of gently mm-hmm. and this rocking. sort of weird, it's not even a rocking, it's more of like a bop dance yep. backwards and forwards <laughs> and then we turn on the range hood. Um, a, a range hood for those that don't know or maybe it's something different from where you're from but it's the thing that sucks up all of the um, the smoke and fumes and above things like the that above top. the stove I don't know what kind of cooking you're doing with bad fumes and smoke <laughs> I burn a lot of stuff but anyway um, it, that's exactly right it, it recirculates that air so she likes that it's a mechanical noise it's white noise it works very very well mm-hmm. um, but so we do that and there's a yep. lot of bopping and I can get her to sleep very quickly mm. in uh, the carrier in the carrier yeah Holding her is a completely different thing, and that's something that that you struggle with. Yeah. 
um, uh, but are better at it than I am, holding her to get her to go to sleep. Anyway, let's say that she finally does go down around 10.30 or 11. Mm-hmm. She needs to be in a little love to dream, which looks like a little wingsuit. Yep. She goes in the love to dream and then she goes down and then maybe, if mm-hmm. you're lucky, she will stay fall asleep. asleep and stay asleep. Yep. Um, and, <laughs> I mean, obviously she has something to eat as well. Mm-hmm. And recently you've been breastfeeding before bed as opposed to doing the formula. Yeah. The reason that we do the formula is it takes a little bit longer to digest. It sits a little bit heavier on the st- on the tummy. Mm. But I think the error that we've been making is that we're giving her something heavy right before sleep. Yeah. It makes her sleepy, but it doesn't knock her out. No, and it makes her uncomfortable when she wakes up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, sorry, it, it makes her sleepy and it does knock her out, but then, you know, yeah. with her being... And that's that's the other thing. She's falling asleep in our arms, but she's waking up when she's in a crib and mm. she can't figure out how she went from being in the arms to the crib, yeah. which is part of what I think our problem is and part of why we've been told, put them yeah. sleepy but awake. They need yeah. to know where they are. So anyway, that happens. And then you've got about two and a half hours of sleep. That's on a good day. That's a good, on a good night. Day. And there's a, c- a couple of things that you've got to factor in now. Jen wants to have a shower before bed. Yep. Now, you could argue, Jen, have a shower much earlier on in the evening, mm. um, but that's just not part of your routine. It's not part of what you do. You could adjust it, sure, yep. but you have your shower. Mm-hmm. That's going to take, what, 20 minutes end-to-end mm-hmm. getting changed. Yep. Then you've got to unwind. Yep. Plus, you haven't had your time to actually relax. Maybe you want to browse the go internet, on, browse the internet yep. go online, do something. Mm. Then it's another hour for you to fall asleep. Yeah, it takes me a long time to fall asleep. And I think... It makes me so anxious knowing or thinking, when is she going to wake up next? And knowing that she's waking up a lot more frequent these days just makes me even more anxious. And therefore, it's much harder for me to fall asleep. Um, I don't have the luxury to just fall asleep at at a whim or whenever I get too tired. It's almost like, oh, she's asleep. I have to fall asleep now. And it just, the body doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, from there, you I mean, I know what I experienced last night, but I got lucky because I spent, after you you went to your parents' place mm. from about 4 p.m., I spent that entire time trying to wear her down. Mm. Lots of tummy time, playing, trying to get her to sleep for a little bit. She'd get sort of 30 minutes here and there. Yep. But ultimately, she was just completely wiped out by the end. Yep. She'd had two lots of formula because with mummy gone, we, we didn't we didn't have anything but the formula at the time. Yeah. And you breastfeed so often that you don't have a way of being able to use the breast pump to have excess milk, mm. right? You didn't have anything you could give before you left. Exactly. We have, and as we said in previous podcasts, we have no problems with doing the formula. Yeah. So she's had two lots of formula over the space of a couple of hours. <clears throat> she goes down and then she was out. And she was out for a good number of hours. Mm. She was out until probably about 3.30 in the morning. That's really good. Which was amazing. But it was four, five hours worth of work to yeah. get her there. Yeah. Right? And that's with my mum here helping. Mm. So then 3.30, I get up. And then the decision that you've got to make from there is, do I feed her again? Yeah. And I had a bottle that was prepared, ready to go. Yeah. Um, do I feed her again or do I just let her sleep? And if we get to her fast enough, you can pick her up, throw her over your shoulder and she'll fall asleep. Yep. Now, again, um, many parents would say, well, you know, maybe that's not the right way to go. Maybe you should let your baby cry for a little bit longer. The thing about letting Jade cry for longer is that she gets so worked up mm. and it's very hard to get her to go back down again. Yeah. There's a lot of things you factor in. That's very generous of you, which is how much noise is she going to make? Is she going to wake Jason up? Um, me <laughs> is she going to wake me up uh, and and I fully appreciate all that there's there's just so much 
mental gymnastics involved with what's the right thing to do? Am I going to yeah. change her nappy? If I do change her nappy, it's what kind of- It's going to wake her up. It's going to wake her up. <laughs> what kind of suit does she have on? You're almost praying that there's going to be something in the nappy to justify the work. If I get a dry nappy, yeah. I'm actually devastated, right? <laughs> and I was last night. I was like, yeah. when was the last time I changed this kid's nappy? Yeah. You can't retain that information, yeah. you know? And, and so, like I said, I got lucky- but then for me, she woke up an hour after that and then an hour after that. Yeah. She's starting to get agitated now. So the baby cam may need to go. Um, it's okay. Aww. We'll just take a quick break while we attend to our, our little one there. <laughs> yeah. We're back after what was what 30 40 minutes maybe more yeah i think so um yeah so we've been uh, unsuccessfully trying to get jade to, to fall asleep in a little carrier so that we can finish this episode off yep. we're actually very time poor at the moment because we're going out for a birthday dinner yes um and so we're trying to get this done and i think that she's detecting <laughs> that we're you know you know we're doing a bit of a recording which is keeping her awake hello there um, and and she's detecting that we're sort of hurrying around and things aren't quite normal because the yeah the grandparents are on their way to take her for a couple of hours um, and then unsuccessfully put her to sleep. Yeah, that's uh, okay. But yeah, look, I was I was talking before about what my experience was, mm. uh, but you should talk about what a standard night is for you. Yeah. Okay. So I think when we say to our friends that our daughter is fussy. Those parents that don't know what a fussy baby's like, they really truly don't know. And I don't mean that as in, oh, you know, they don't know what we're going through. But I think when you have a baby that is literally awake and crying 90% of the time when they're not feeding, that really takes a toll on your mental and physical state. And we should say that the baby manual that we got, the blue book that I've mm. referred to before, says that on average babies sleep about 16 hours a mm. day. She is almost five months. Yep. Uh, and she has gone through her sleep regression. Yep. Not that I think that's a thing because her whole life has been a sleep regression. <laughs> um, but I think she sleeps half half of that. Yeah. Um, so a standard night is, um, especially recently after she's gone through her sleep regression, um, she'll probably, we'll try to put her down around, starting from around 8 p.m. So we've bathed her, we've I've fed her, we start putting her down. And by that, I mean, um, I put her in the sleep suit so that that's the most comfortable way that she can fall asleep. Then I will start rocking her. Um, sometimes I need to sort of nurse her to sleep we try to wean that off so that she doesn't associate nursing with sleeping it's a bad habit to get into but sometimes I do have to resort to that um I rock her I shush her we go into the nursery and it's a dark sort of calming environment and she's familiar with that room um as a sleeping room then if she is sort of getting very, very sleepy, then I just hold her until she falls asleep. Now, apparently that is not the right thing to do um, because you're meant to put them down as drowsy as but, as, uh, but awake. But um, usually we, we just don't have any success with that. Um, we've never had success with that. So I usually have to hold her until she falls asleep. Um, that is a good night. Uh, but what typically does 
usually happen will be I have a lot of trouble rocking her to sleep. So I go into the kitchen and I turn off all the lights. I turn on the range hood and I literally stand there with the range hood on rocking her to sleep. And sometimes that takes up to three hours and I'm not exaggerating. I have, I have gone um, I've, we've gone to like, oh, let's put her to sleep. She's fed and everything. Start the process of putting her to sleep, which includes rocking her, shushing her. Read a story. Read a story of singing, whatever it might be. And by the time she falls asleep, I look at the clock and it's been three hours. And people think, you know, like, can you actually be that patient with a baby? And the answer is like, I have no choice. Like, what am I supposed to do but do that until she falls asleep because we've tried putting her drowsy but awake in the cot and she just works herself up until she's absolutely hysterical. And by that point, it is so hard, so much harder to put her back to sleep. Um, so once she's gone, like as in once she's fallen asleep, I put her in the cot and then she, if she's good, she usually can fall asleep for about an hour and a half. Um, before the sleep regression, she could actually go down for like maybe sometimes three hours, two and a half hours, but it hasn't been the case for a very long time. She goes down for about an hour and a half and then she pretty much wakes up um, like clockwork. She's up and sometimes it's an hour. So she wakes up hourly. Um, and from then on, I'm pretty much up every hour or an hour and a half and um, once she wakes up, she's usually crying um, as soon as she wakes up. She's smiling right now. Um, but I usually nurse her and I'm trying to stop doing that. But before I used to nurse her, as soon as I pick her up, um, she gets very, very sleepy when she's being nursed in the middle of the night. So usually I can just sort of rock her to sleep. And that whole process usually takes about 45 to an hour. 45 minutes to an hour. So if you can imagine me, her sort of sleeping for an hour, then me being awake, doing that for an hour, then I try to go back to sleep, but usually I'm unsuccessful. I might get about half an hour before she wakes up again, and I do that every hour, <laughs> which is why I've become, you know, just absolutely exhausted mentally and physically and become very run down. Um, and that's like, that's typical. Sometimes she'll wake up like straight away after I put her to sleep. Sometimes she'll wake up every half an hour and sometimes she might be good. Like she might be so exhausted. She might sleep a little bit longer, but, um, but waking up every hour and a half is typical these, these days. So, you know, I mean, if, if you have a fussy baby like us, then you know exactly what we're going through. If you don't, just imagine waking up every hour just to put your baby to sleep, which takes another hour and doing that for the last however many days. Like Jason said, he gave me a night off last night, but I have been getting up in the middle of the night every single night for 140 something days. Um, I don't, know any other jobs where you have to do that um so when when I say like you know doing that is is the tough toughest job in the world I I truly mean that um it's really really worn me down in terms of my um physical and mental state it's probably um, the reason why you've gotten so sick recently as well yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, prior to that, like I've had to get up in the middle of the night, even though I've had um, a backache, like I've pulled my back um, multiple times, um, you know, having to pick her up and put her down so often during the day. Um, I've also had, um, you know, I've had colds before and I've had like sore throats before and I've had lots of headaches, migraines, um, but you know, you just have to get up because who, 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 who else is going to do she it? She doesn't right? know and she doesn't care. Exactly. And so, you know, I've, I've obviously done my part in all of this as well. It's not yeah. me sleeping well. And then, you know, and then Jen taking care of everything. My, you know, my, my shift, so to speak, can start at any time. But, you know, the other day I was up at 3.30 in the morning mm-hmm. and, you know, I attend to her, I rang work and I said to them, I'm going to be, you know, running a little bit late. My work is fantastic and they're really, really good about this whole this whole thing that's happening with us. Mm. And so, you know, I can I have the freedom to start later. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's a whole day of work. I have to go to work and then, Absolutely. you know, that drains you mentally and physically. Mm. And then you come back and you're effectively coming back to a second job. Yeah. Now, in saying that, even before what I experienced last night, doing what you do 24 hours a day is significantly harder than what I do effectively part-time um you know it's difficult having a it's difficult having a um a full-time job and then taking care of a baby but Mm. there are moments at work that feel like a break yeah i'm just not exactly on point when i'm there i'm not quite myself yeah um and yeah you know it's uh, it's very very exhausting and and i totally get that you know like jason has a full-time job um which is exhausting enough as it is. And I really, really want him to be able to come back home and at least have some sleep. I mean, to have a good night's rest is is really, you know, that's like a unicorn at the moment. Um, but even just a couple of hours where Jason can fall asleep properly, like deep sleep, um, that's why I don't really want to sort of let Jade cry in the middle of the night and just let her be and see if she can settle on her own. Like that would be amazing if she can self-settle. But unfortunately we've tried that during the day and that's never worked. And I don't really want her to work herself up to a hysterical cry. Um, So much so that it breaks Jason's sleep as well. And also it's much harder to put her back to sleep when that happens. Um, But you know, we've spoken to so many friends and I've I've followed a lot of mums online and they all have these angel babies that sleep for a long time and I honestly think good on, you know, good on you guys. Not good on you guys, but, you know, count yourself lucky because I really, really don't know what that is like. And if you have a baby that doesn't sleep well, please write in and let me know that I'm not alone. We're not alone because right now I feel like we have a very, very special baby in that she never, ever sleeps and have never been a very good sleeper. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And we, um, we're going to hopefully get some answers and try and get some improvements by putting her through sleep school. It's not a sleep school. They, I, no. I keep calling it a sleep school. It's it's a place in Australia called um, Tresillion mm. where they uh, assist you in or, or try and find better methods to be able to help your child sleep. And and we already have been for one uh, one appointment with Tresillion, which was um, a half a day appointment uh, to sort of give you a, a taster of what to expect and to assess Jade and determine whether or not 
uh, she would benefit from going through the full the full week, mm. uh, which is something that we've signed up for uh, on the recommendation of Tresillian. Yeah. Um, and it's not in their benefit either. This is something that's completely covered by the government. It's not as if they're you know going oh you know definitely put our ba- your baby through this fifteen thousand dollars sleep program. No, no, no. Um, it's it's all it's all stuff that's covered by the government. And mm. tr- truth be told, to a lot of my friends that I've described it to, they're just like. I can't believe you have to go to a school to, you know, I, we keep calling it a school, but I'm going to, we'll call it that. Um, we, we have to put them through this this little course thing yeah. to be able to determine um, or, or be able to help with the sleep. Mm. Uh, but look, I mean, again, this is our experience, right? It's just that uh, from Googling and just from watching stuff and from talking with friends, as Jen said, everyone else's experience seems to be vastly better than our own. And mm. it's not, it's not just us sort of complaining and, and this trying to be a sob story. It's just what our reality is. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Like if you get up and you only have to feed your child once at 3 a.m. and then go back to sleep and it makes your day challenging, then that's just – that's fine. Like mm. that's what it is for you. Um, uh, you know, when when things get as bad as they have what we deem to be bad, um, you know, if we ever had to just wake up once and feed her – Yeah then that would be, oh, my God. Yeah. But, I mean, if 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 all we'd ever experienced was just waking up once at 3 a.m., we'd be, we'd be talking about that right now, going, oh, it's so hard. Mm. You know, I'm not getting a full night's rest. Like, I can't function. Um, and it's all just survival. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man, like sleep deprivation is like genuine torture. Yeah. And your resilience uh, for it is much greater than my own. Um but, you know, things could absolutely get worse than this as oh, well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the big concern as well is, like, if she's meant to be sleeping 16 hours and, and she is, we, we feel as though she's sleeping half of that, sure, she might get a 10-minute nap here and there and it adds up. Mm. Um, but if she is getting such a little sleep, how can she function and, you know, become a normal little human? Um, but the, the crazy thing about it is that she's, like, She's hasn't had a nap today, really. No. We've come close to a few naps here and there, but she hasn't. Had, she's been up since six thirty a.m. It is two forty-seven p.m. Mm. She's had little ten-minute bits and bobs naps. here and there. We just try to get her to sleep for a long time, and she is alert. Mm. She's alert, and you know, not so cranky. Like I'm so tired, which I'm sure she'll she'll start doing very soon. You get the eye rubbing and the ear pulling. Yeah, but she, for most part, when she is awake, she is alert, um, and she never really looks sleepy. She just looks cranky and overtired, um, and it's as if she hates sleeping like it's it's as if sleeping is her enemy and she's fighting it i i like to think of it as um baby fomo yeah like she's got so many things that she can look at there's so many lights and so many towels and so many fans and leaves and just trees books and faces and Mm. everything that interests her and she just doesn't want you know if i put her in the baby carrier and she is she's facing my chest so Mm. she's not front facing she will look around and try and get her head. She, I reckon her whole head would swivel all the way around like the exorcist or something if she could take it all in. Yeah. She's just scanning stuff. You know, normally if I was wearing her right now, you may have seen it on the on the video before, but she'll just look up at me and stare at me. Yeah. And sometimes she goes from being asleep to immediately awake staring at me, yeah. looking at my mouth, wondering what I'm rambling on about. Hello there. We're talking about you. Um but yeah, I and look, we have we have mentioned Tresilli, and that is something that we're going to discuss in another episode, yeah. um, just about what our experience was here. Mm. Um, is there more you wanted to talk about in regards to sleep? Be aware we're on a timer here, based yeah. on. Um, I think we'll probably wrap it up, but um, 
I, like Jason said, our, our experience is our own, and um, I, I really want to hear what others, pe- what other people's experiences are. Especially if you're in a similar boat where you you think you have like a very colicky or fussy baby that doesn't sleep well. Um, I, I really want to hear about your experiences, um, even just to sort of get it off your chest. You know, um, I think sometimes there's no there's no solution, and that's okay. As I said before, there's really nothing you can do but to power on um, and we've got to do what we've got to do and I've been sleep deprived for the last 150 days and that's my reality and I have to put up with that. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So you had a night off last night Mm. and you went and you slept at your parents' place. Yeah. How was that sleep? The sleep was good in that I didn't get interrupted by her crying, but it was very much, you know, my body has been so accustomed to waking up multiple times throughout the night that I think when I do wake up and I did have to, to pump, um, mid, you know, mid sleep, um, I, I found it very hard to go back to sleep because my mind was racing with like, Oh, I wonder how Jason's doing with Jade. I, I hope they're okay. Um, and I think you know, my body has been so used to that routine that I don't know if I'll ever be able to have like a full night's rest anymore. Um, I might have to train my body to, to start resting like that if she ever, you know, sleeps well. Um, and honestly, like we can only hope, right? But I just don't, I can't imagine her like one night all of a sudden just going full night's rest, um, not waking up every one hour or so like I can't imagine that at all but we've heard from people out there that you know one day that will just happen so you know we're anticipating that day we'll see how we go yeah this has been a little bit more rushed than we would have liked and mm. again we were trying to find the time uh, it is Saturday so you know we uh we've got our, our birthday dinner that will hopefully work out well yeah um and then you know obviously you've got to find the time to edit this and put the video together and everything as well so we're going to try and stick to our uh, Monday 8 a.m. schedule for everything. Um, and look, yeah, we're looking forward to a day where we can sit down and do this and um, Jade is uh, peacefully playing in the corner yeah. or she uh, is drifted off to sleep yeah. through self-soothing without yeah. wearing her wingsuit and without the conditions being right and the moon being aligned with <laughs> the rest of the planets and stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, thank you again for listening. Um Make sure that you check this out on YouTube as well um, because there are often some extra bits that are included. Plus, you get to see our lovely faces. And this week, uh, you get to see Jade's lovely face. Um, And, yeah, uh, make sure that you reach out, um, podcast at jenandjace.com. That's J-E-N-N. We have moved the podcast over to a platform called Red Circle, uh, which means that uh, you will have a better experience or should have a better experience It also means that we're getting some statistics, which is nice. So we can see how many people are out there listening and everything like that. Um, And yeah, we're just going to keep on doing this. Uh, We'll try and find some structure. And uh, this is not the last time we'll be talking about sleep. This is more of a therapy slash rant session. Um, Tresillion is going to be a great one, especially for those that are considering taking their children to Tresillion because uh, a lot of parents do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Hopefully we can share some techniques if successful, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but that's it from us. Yeah. Thank you so much for your support. And um, this is why we do what we do. So thank you so much for listening to us. 
You got anything you want to say, Jay? Nothing. <laughs> Maybe not. 